It is a Wednesday, and that means it is time to bring in my interview guest, and that is Brent Nelson. He is our Morrow High School principal. And, Brent, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. It's nice to have you back this morning. Yeah, we don't need any more snow days, do we? Oh, my goodness. And I know, Brent, I had heard, and not necessarily for our district, uh, but I I heard different things, you know, with the state and all that, that there's only so many snow days, and then there's so many e-days, e-learning days, and I know we've talked with superintendents about, you know, how do they make the designation and what are the calls on that? And I know it's a tough formula there, but does the state only allow so many days and then it's like, oh, we're losing funding? Is that kind of how it works? I'm glad you asked that, Rob, and that's a great question. So um, there's five e-learning days that districts, public schools in Minnesota can do, and that's a state. Um, They decide that for us. And we're already at three, so let's hope we slow down here a little bit. Right. And that's not counting the first day off that we had, which we did not make up. Okay. Our, our school board believes in giving kids a, a snow day, which is kind of cool. It is. And I mean, in the old days, that's all the only choice we had. And the old days aren't that long ago when you think about this e-learning has become a bigger deal, obviously, because of our time with COVID. So... Yeah, the, the landscape keeps changing as educators to try to do the best thing for the kids. and But here we are, kind of a old-fashioned Minnesota winter with the snow we have. And I know you and I were talking off the air. Uh, the cross-country team, talk about that real quick, Brent. Yeah, well, it's just funny. I, I told Robin this off the air that how ironic is it that we had to cancel two Nordic ski meets because we have too much snow. <laughs> the buses were not able to get to where they needed to get to, so we canceled ski meet. Well, and it makes sense with the transportation. It's not that they didn't probably have the snow for it, which has been the problem typically in the past has been, hey, there's not enough snow. Of course, in beautiful Mora here, we have the option that we have the snow farmers, and we've been able to always be the place that teams can come in and still get their meats in. However, now it's the other side of the coin. It's just being able to get where they need to go. But the trails are good, right, Brent? Our trails are amazing. Yes. I would say. No no issues there. I have a son that skis, and Mm -hmm. we actually have lit trails here in Mora. So a lot of people from the metro area on the weekends, you'll see them up here taking advantage of our trails. Might as well. I mean, that's what they're there for. But it's, it's neat that they don't have to work so much to make the snow, but they still, the grooming is a big part of it. And that takes a team of people to make that happen. So a big thank you to all them so that we can ha- offer that yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the snow farmers. They donate their time, and it it's a huge benefit to our community. And, and actually, a lot of people don't know this, but we made a hill this year. So, we, you know, one of the <laughs> things that's not great about Mora is we don't have a lot of elevation change. Mm-hmm. And there is a new hill at our Nordic trails this year. There you go. And I know when they do the Vasilopad, for example, and they use Mora Lake now for a lot of the staging area, we do have that nice hill where you come up. I mean, it's not a nice hill if you're the one skiing and trying to get up it, by the way. I will clarify. But you go up by the little (laughs) belt, right? You go up by the bell tower there by the library, and that adds, I mean, usually that's right at the end of the race. And man, when your stamina is down, that's when you've got to really kick in the high burners there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, very cool. Well, let's talk. What else has been going on? It's been a couple weeks here, Brent. You know, if I could just finish up on the e-learning days, you know, our district's number one goal is to keep students safe. It is a struggle for families because a lot of times they're finding out at the last second and they need daycare for their kids. They can go to work and um, it's a struggle. So we, I just want to thank families for being flexible with us. 
we look at things like our roads accessible, um, the wind chill, how much snow is there. One of the problems in our county is sometimes the plows have only gotten to certain roads. So, you know, the buses can get to some houses, but not others. So it's not an easy decision. And I just want to thank our community for supporting us when we try to keep kids safe by closing school. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. So what else has been on the docket, Uh, right? Well, last night, so this is something a lot of people probably don't know, is we are going to demolish this current high school and there was a bid for that yesterday, or a pre-bid meeting. And basically, there were 10, I mean, this is what's pretty interesting, is there's 10 different parties interested in demoing this site. So that that's good for us. That's competitive. Mm-hmm. We're going to get a lower price, save taxpayer dollars. Uh, the schedule is kind of like this. So we empty the building out in August. We auction off. Um, using KBID, anything that anybody would want, uh, probably in September, asbestos abatement, October, demo the building November. So hmm, okay. rough, roughly, at, you know, next year at this time, this building will not be here. You know, and it's amazing when you talk about that. It's kind of hard to wrap your head around it. But if you are from the Mora area and you remember where the Shopco was, the old Pomida that was right you know, off 65 there, I watched that kind of, not in real time, I didn't sit there and look at it, but every time I drove by, I would see the process. And it's amazing, uh, first of all, how they do it at all, and then how quickly it really, you know, taking it down is a lot quicker than putting it up, let's put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. It's an amazing process. What else before we talk with Mr. Grodcheck this morning? Um, you know, today on the docket, we do have more, it's kind of our last furniture meeting, um, Wold, our architect, is helping us, making sure we get the right number of desks and chairs and things like that in the new building. So from noon to four today, we're going to be meeting with more furniture groups. It'll feel really good to be done with that. Yeah, it's a process, right? And, and it's nice that you've been able to include some of the other staff. And even, did you say that one time that even some of the kids, you'd ask them? Am I right on that, oh. Brent? Yeah, we actually brought students to the showroom in the cities to look at furniture. We had our own mini showroom here um, in our media center where teachers could bring classes down there. Students filled out a Google form kind of ranking what their favorite chair was, what their favorite table, desk, etc. Hmm, okay. I think that's very cool to bring them in because obviously they're going to be the ones using them. So makes sense to get their input for sure. All Absolutely. Ri- all right. Well, are we ready for... Mr. Grotchek. Oh, I'm super excited to introduce (laughs) Mr. Grotchek. He is one of the most dedicated teachers I've ever met in my life. Um, He's a geography expert, and I have a son in eighth grade. If you don't know, all eighth graders have geography. So right now I have a son in his class, loves Mr. Grotchek. And then outside of teaching, I want to highlight our boys' basketball program, who just over winter break here won two different Christmas tournaments, uh, Mr. Grachek also received the Section Coach of the Year last year. Here's Kurt. Hi, Robin. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Just fine, thank you. It's nice to talk with you. My son Riley also would uh, pass along accolades. Of course, he's been out of school for like 12 years now, but you've been around a little while, so I can say that, and you will take no uh, offense to the fact that you have been around for a few years. Talk a little bit, Kurt, uh, take us back. When did you start at at Morris Schools, and even some of your background, how you got to this point? Okay, um, I started here uh, 
in the fall of 2001. So this is what the 21st year I'm here okay. at Mora. Mm-hmm. Um, I did eight years, taught for eight years in a small district out in southwestern Minnesota, Buffalo Lake Hector. Um, so this is uh, 30 years of teaching right now. So um, excited that hit that milestone, and I still love it. I love it every day. It makes, I'll tell you what, in, in teachers and coaches make such a difference in children's lives. So I appreciate what you're doing. Where, where did you come from initially, Kurt, if you don't mind my asking? I grew up in Brooklyn Center. Okay. Uh, family of uh, six kids. Dad was a custodian. Mom was a stay-at-home mom and had a little daycare. Um, went to uh, uh, an Okanagan Community College for my first couple of years and then finished at St. Cloud State. That is awesome. It's so cool you've been able to stay in Minnesota. And when you went, was teaching kind of your first choice? Did you know pretty much that that's what you wanted to do when you headed off for to, for college? I started as a architect major. Really? Interesting. And after, after I, well, actually, I started helping coach elementary kids when I was a sophomore in high school hmm. and just continued that through high school. When I graduated... Um, and went off to North Hennepin, uh, that was an easy drive every day to go to classes there. I continued to volunteer coach with my mentor uh, and coach, Mike Blansky. And I just loved it so much. I kept coaching and helping with that, that after my first year in pre-architecture, I decided I wanted to be a teacher. And I think I always had that in the back of my mind. It, it was always there, and it just took the thought of, well, you know what, I can I can continue having fun with kids. I can, uh, 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 you know, be an instructor uh, um, in the classroom and on the court. So I changed my major, and it, it added a, it added an extra year to my college, but that was okay. It was worth it in the long run for sure. What about the? I w- I'm assuming you love geography as well, or did you kind of come into that? Because I know they usually partner coaching with whatever it would be, you know, whether it be health or geography or whatever the case may be? Um, I I guess when I was a kid, we would sit down to dinner in the evening and the CBS evening news would be on. And we would watch that as a family, at, watch the news while we're having dinner and mm-hmm. then get into the local news. So I've always been a, a news hound. I've always been that, you know, looking at this and looking at that. My parents had a encyclopedia, uh, you know, the, the Google of its time uh, <laughs> at home. And I would always, you know, you know, on a winter night, a winter day, go uh, search through the encyclopedia and look at different places and just always pique my curiosity, uh, both in history and in uh, geography of you know, what's it like, what's it, you know, what are the, how do they do things there? Sure. And the rest is history there as well. So the love of basketball, did you always, did you play as a kiddo? What, how did that come about? Oh, yeah, I remember my days probably, I think I started third grade uh, in a, a, a little Catholic elementary school in North Minneapolis. And we would have Saturday practices and um, play there. And I remember, you know, the, the Mr. Cassidy, my first coach, um, just having a good time and learning different things and, you know, having fun with my friends. And, and I just grew to love it from there. And look at now, you are that Mr. Cassidy for 
our students at Morris High School. You can feel good about that, Kurt. Oh, yes, I do. I, I really enjoy working here and, and coaching here. Uh, I have a great bunch of kids that I work with, and you know the success that my program has had is not just it, – it is – from the quality of kids that I've had recently that they just, they feel they need to not let their teammates down. Mm-hmm. So they really work hard and it, and it is infectious. Well, and it's more than the game, right? It's more than the game. It's, it's the, the, you know, relationships that they forge and that all those foundational things that they'll carry the rest of their life. And I think that's where sports is so important and can play such a vital key to someone as they're going through school. So you're doing a great job. And as we wrap up this morning, Kurt, let me know. I, the boys team is doing pretty well from what I understand. Uh, yes, we're doing a, a, a very nice job. We are 7-1 and one right now. Wow. I uh, had a tough loss to Albany, who's a top-10 team in the state. Um, we beat Pequot Lakes at the Pequot Lakes tournament, and, and at that time they were in the top-10. Okay. Um, one of our goals I'd like to point out is we would like to be the best defensive team in the state. So that means giving up the fewest points. Uh, on average, and right now we're second in state. Wow. Uh, Ely has given up 36 points a game. We're giving up 39. Okay. So we're really going after that. That is awesome. And and, and for folks not as familiar with the season, where are you guys at as far as time frame? How much of the season do we have left? Uh, Regular season is 26 games. Okay. So we're only eight into it here, so we got 18 more. Uh, We got a couple away games this week, uh, tomorrow at... Uh, Hinkley and Friday at Malacca, and then we have a five-game homestand here coming up the next couple weeks. So get out and see a game and uh, support our local guys for sure, and gals, of course, when we talk about that's a whole other side, and we'll we'll do that down the road here too. But, uh, Kurt, you've done a great job, and like I say, I remember my son talking about Mr. Grotchek all the time. So you can feel good that you've influenced so many children and that you will continue to do so, and we'll look forward to seeing how the team comes out this year. Maybe they can get that number one spot for defense this year. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. Awesome. And in the meantime, I will say to Brent, it's always a pleasure bringing you in and bringing in these great folks to chat with me. And we will look forward to catching up with the weather, allowing us to anyway. (laughs) We'll look forward to getting together next week, Brent. Hey, thanks. If I could give a shout out, um, the Friday, I know all the basketball games are important, but the Friday game, Malacca is tough and we are tough. It's going to be a and it's a double header. You can catch the boys and the girls on the same night. And these are two of the top teams in the state for the boys. So so make plans. What, what are the time frame again on those? Um, the girls start at 545. And then the boys are at 730. And you should be able to catch those games at home on our uh, activities YouTube page. Okay. Uh, if you can't make it out to the games. And that goes for the home games as well. Um, I know Pete Ballmer, my assistant and my technology guy, does a very good job of trying to get every game live streamed somehow, either through our activities page or through um, Facebook Live. Facebook Live. Yeah, that's awesome. It helps out. And, and, you know, you have grandparents and folks out of town. Maybe they're down south getting out of the weather here, and then they can pull those games up as well. So that's an awesome opportunity right there. Yeah. I have a sister on each 
coast of the United States, and they watch the games every time. There you go. And do they critique what you're wearing, Kurt? Uh, no. <laughs> well, they will say, you need a haircut. <laughs> I knew there would be something, especially when it comes to sisters. Keeping you in line. Yeah. I love that. All right, guys, I so appreciate your time today, and we'll catch up next week.